<laughs> he might be. He, he might, might be. be. We'll find out. Of that group of uh, talent, uh, Mr. Shallon, who would you go to see? Jill Scott, this- Squeeze, OAR, Air Supply, Josh Groban, Patty LaBelle, or Gabriel Iglesias? Was that Craig who said that? Yes. Well, you guys should know that I am an airhead. You're ah, an airhead, okay. And I have seen Air Supply in concert more than 60 times. Well, there you go. 50 times? More, 60. 60, 60 times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You guys, I'm telling you, get tickets for that show. So so you are all out of love, right? I uh, No, I've got, I, I went past <laughs> that years ago. But uh, I guarantee it. I guarantee if you go to that show, you'll, you'll see them the next time they're in there. Uh, so the winter baseball meetings have come and gone, and am I correct? The baseball. Re- baseball. Baseball winter meetings have come I'm and gone. I'm talking about air supply. You're talking about baseball? I know. Well, I, was trying, I was trying to segue. He just gets so Playoffs. off topic sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've seen air supply 50 or 60 times. You've seen the Red Sox a thousand times, right? That's true. Playoffs? Uh, okay, go on. Yeah, all right. Anyway. Um <laughs> Uh, sort of a, a not the typical uh, off season so far for the Red Sox, both with the firing of Dave Dombrowski, the hiring of Kyan Bloom, uh, and now rumors that David Price could go, uh, Mookie Betts mm-hmm. could go, and they come away with Jose Peraza and Martin Perez. Thoughts? Is, there, is, that, is that a question? Uh, thoughts. You know, oh, you, oh, sound, you, question mark. you sounded just like Mike Messina. Yeah. When, I would, do, when I would work the clubhouse in Baltimore in the early 90s, and I would ask Messina something very similar to that, and he goes, Craig, is there a question in there? <laughs> yeah. Is there a question? That's the, that's the Larry King approach to, yes. uh, yes. to interviewing. Yep. Thoughts. Uh, Joe Franklin, thoughts, anecdotes. Yeah. Um, well, they added depth. There's no question about it. Um, Peraza gives them insurance at second base in the likelihood that Dustin Pedroia can't make it back. Um, they had to have a second baseman. They probably moved on for Brock Holt, which I don't understand, but they, they, that's what they've done. Uh, I guess cause Holt's going to make a little bit of money. Um, and the, uh, the pitcher, it's, the pitcher is an interesting signing because as of right now, they have four lefties in their rotation, which, um, to me, isn't the wisest thing to have in Fenway Park, but, uh, it makes you think that they are trying to move price and 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 at least half his money. They, they owe him ninety six million dollars. Wow. Um, and you know a, a um, reunion with Joe Madden would uh, would solve a lot of uh, a lot of the Angels' headaches certainly. Um, but yeah, I, I still I still can't get an official read on what they're doing, and I'm not sure they have a have a plan to, you know, um, they must, but, uh, I don't think they're going to move Mookie, but they might move Mookie. Uh, you know, they, it's a Machado situation, but the difference is they can win. Yeah. You know, if you, if you put a team on the field with Mookie Betts, still, you know, the center of a lineup that has JD Martinez and, and Xander Bogarts and company, uh, you have a chance, you know, especially if sale comes back healthy. So I, you know, I, I think they're, I think they're torn. I think they're fifty-fifty. But if uh, if they don't get an offer, they'll just ride it out. I think, and 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 
find a way to pare the payroll down some other way. There, somebody uh, tweeted yesterday that they're at 231 million now, but they still need a backup catcher. They still need to address some uh, first base depth. They got kids over there, yeah. And um, you know, and they still, I think they still need bullpen help. But um, it'll be very interesting to see what they do. Um, you know, it, it was the was the the, the payroll slash was that a rope adult kind of thing? Uh, I I don't know. I don't exactly know where they're coming from, but the two guys they added will provide depth. That's for sure. Let me ask you a question. I know it's not as big a name as Mookie Betts or Benintendi or Dave Devers or Bogarts or JD, but is Jackie Bradley gone from this team? Are they going to move I would on? Think, I would think so. I would think Jackie would be in the. 11 to 13 million dollar range and um you know they have lived with his great defense and very spotty in and out offense um he's not a great hitter but he is a great fielder now that said you can you could probably sign a, a, a kevin pilar who's just as good a fielder and yeah mm-hmm. that's one thing people around here tend to they tend to, uh, you know, he's the best. Well, there's right. a lot of good center fielders out there right now. And Pilar was non-tendered. I, I felt that uh, that he would make uh, that he would make a lot of sense. Um, uh, you could probably get him for, you know, five, six, which cuts which cuts your payroll down by six or seven million right there. Um, you've got enough hitting in your lineup. Bradley doesn't give you much. He certainly doesn't give you consistent hitting. So you can certainly live without his bat as long as you've got somebody to catch the ball to center field. Mike, let me ask you this about uh, Mr. Cora. Uh, and, and I say this only because first year, obviously, everything goes golden for him. They win the World Series. The following year uh, sometimes is the toughest year. How do you think he handled all of that last year and now going into a brand-new season as we're a couple of months away from spring training – uh, just what you're seeing out of him and what the general talk is. Well, there isn't much, to be honest with you. You know, you buy you buy yourself a um, get-out-of-jail-free card of yeah. uh, sorts if you, certainly if you win your first year. Um, but you have to win here, yeah. you know. And, and uh, I, I don't think he was particularly good at you know, managing the the games, if you will, uh, last year, but I didn't think he was that great the year before. I just think that every every button that he pushed worked, you know, and uh, and they were relatively healthy through most of the year. And but if you looked at um, if you looked at his pitching rotation, you know, just try to imagine where they would have been had Eduardo Rodriguez not had his career, his first career right. year. So, um, you know, I'm, I I'm one. I'm always in the Sparky Anderson camp when it comes to this. And that is. Um, he used to say that, that a manager affects maybe between five and ten games a year, mm-hmm. and really, really, what happens inside the clubhouse is very important. You know, Davey Martinez's ability to to keep his clubhouse together when things were falling apart last year—that's that's what managing is now. And I think I think Madden will will help um, in Anaheim just. Just his presence. Now I don't know if Cora has that kind of presence. I also don't know if Cora's going to open the season because I kind of feel he's going to be suspended in the Astros thing. Um, oh really? Yeah. You, you could be, you could be looking at three 
at three teams opening the season without their managers, including Carlos Beltran in, in New York, who hasn't managed a game yet. So. When, do you, when do you expect any kind of word to come down on that? I mean, obviously we know the players involved, uh, you, you know, and, and who was named, but uh, when do you think the league makes a decision on that? Well, obviously you want to do it, you know, in some sort of quick, not quick fashion, but you want, you know, you don't want to hang it over everybody when they go to spring training. And if, um, if it's, if it's going to happen, um, I tend to, I tend to lean more on the side of, of, um, slamming the organization rather than the individuals. But you know, you know that if they're found to be guilty, which it's kind of tough to, to think that they're not, um, you know, Hinch for sure, um, will, will open the season on the sidelines. So, I think uh, yeah, I'm looking for things to start happening in February. Uh, just just as uh, uh, just as camp is opening, um, but you know you never know. This, this this thing could drag on. You know, and and you gotta. It, it's funny that you have a, a whistleblower, if you will, um, in in Mike Fires. Uh, it's it's similar to what's going on in D.C. in a lot of ways, yeah. but uh, they have to they have to make a public statement. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like I can see um, uh, Manfred telling each individual guy, "Listen, um, you know, I, I, I guess everybody's doing it, but why? But I have to do this. Yeah. You know, we have to make a public stance of some sort, and I think there'll be um, there'll be monetary, and there'll be there'll be draft choices Everybody, kind of thing. Everybody's uh, been okay. doing it. Everybody's been doing it, but. Here's the point: You got a center field camera, and you're you're, you're doing with signals. This yet. <laughs> Nobody's done it this dedicated. Whether it's banging on know. a trash can lid, or yeah, it's really the look of it is really bad. Uh, are yeah, any it, of the? It is, it is bad, and 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 you know that this game doesn't need that right now. Are, are any of the Orioles personnel, either Mike Elias or Sig Maydell, uh, are they at all in danger of being suspended? I, I I don't know. I mean, how do you suspend a general manager? I, I don't know. Um, All right. You know, unless they listen, unless they make it sweeping, yep. you know, and, and and which is which I guess is possible, or, yeah. or a fine of some sort for people like that. Yeah. But man, that, that that's that's really on the periphery. If you're going to start doing that, you got to start reaching out for bat boys and. You know, yeah. <laughs> and hey. all kinds of, uh, you know, the team mascot. I don't even know who the Astros mascot is, but, um, you know, you, you, that, that would get that would get pretty messy. I would think it would stop with the uh, with ownership and with um, and with uh, the, the, the three managers. You, you leave the Oriole mascot out of this. He was just, just inducted in the into fame. the mascot Hall of Fame. That's right. Well, with good reason. B, yeah. it, B.J. Bird, is that his name? The Bird. The Bird. <laughs> the Bird. Yeah. The yeah. Bird. Hey, uh, I, no, I think uh, listen. That that's uh, that's iconic right there. Um, <laughs> that's that certainly and, is iconic. Hey, yeah. uh, let me move on to the Nationals for one second because we talked about a player about five minutes ago. That all of a sudden it just hit me like a sledgehammer. Either that or I ate something bad last night. Uh, Brock Holt and the Nationals. Could he mm-hmm. play enough third base if they? Uh, and I'm not. Sure. In other words, if they went after getting a big time second baseman, couldn't get the third baseman. Could Brock Holt play you 40, 50 games at third base? 
Brock Holt can do anything. And and, and I'm, I'm including the outfield with that. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And all he does is hit 300. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know. Oh, by uh, the he way. <laughs> He'd be a very interesting guy for the Nationals. He would be. You know, and here's the other thing. Uh, that, that kind of platoon when, when they reacquired Cabrera last year. Right. And Dozier basically lost his second baseman's job. job. Yeah. And I know Dozier's a guy that notoriously gets off to slow starts, but here's still a guy that wasn't the regular second baseman down the stretch and into the postseason, and he all he did was hit 20 home runs last year. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny how Cabrera is always looking for work? Yeah. Yep. 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 And, all he ever, and all he ever does is perform when he gets there. Yeah, we're talking with Mike Shallon of the New Hampshire Union Leader. His Sunday column is a must-read, and you can get it online. Uh, Google New Hampshire Union Leader. What's it called? Working Press. Yes, sir. Working Press is the name of the column. So, probably, it's, a, so probably, it's a contradiction probably, in terms. <laughs> probably, probably stolen from the late Milton Gross. That's right. The New York Post. I listed that a long time ago, and I've carried it with me through several newspapers. Something, <laughs> something we do need to talk to you about, and that's uh, you know what happened uh, with uh, the late sports writer up in your area, yeah, Mr. Conforto, yeah. Cafardo, rather. Cafardo, yes. Nick. Cafardo is the right fielder for the Mets. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. He, he goes into the Hall of Fame, and I think everybody's so happy about I that. I know you have. I saw what you wrote about it. Talk, talk a little bit about your relationship with someone who was a competitor of sorts for a long time. Yeah, we were competitors for 30 years. Um, Nicky, uh, Nicky was just Nicky. You know, he um, most unassuming, the most unassuming star that you ever, ever want to talk to, you know, uh, a lot of guys in our business who, who are great at what they do and they, and they're not afraid to kind of let you know it. But, uh, Nicky was a humble guy. And, and, you know, I, I, I remember uh, at the wake, I told his family, I said, get, get your speech ready because she's going to Cooperstown in, in July. And, and, you know, uh, Jim Reeves and Pat Royce, two great, two great guys who were on the ballot with him. They didn't have a chance. You know, and, and that was my easiest vote in, in in 30 years of voting for the Hall of Fame. So, um, Nick, and plus Nick always loved Cooperstown. Yeah. You know, he always loved going. There was, a, there was a group of writers that rented a house every year. And, um, you know, I there's just nothing else to say. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, he was just, as I wrote, he was just taken way, taken from us way too soon. And, and um, you know, uh, there's, there's there's no words, you know. He worked at two different papers here in Boston, and yeah, we were we were competitors, but we we were always we always had fun, and um, uh, you know, the discussions. You know, you guys know from being in in the press dining room, the discussions. You know, when it was Bill Belue of the Worcester Telegram, you know, he and Nick had this thing about yellow mustard against brown mustard, and that became you know like a thing for you know forever. The, the, the important stuff we discuss in media dining rooms, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, our kids were little together in, in Winter Haven, and uh, you know, I still, I still can't. Yeah, you know, I haven't gotten over Carl Bean yet. The, the yeah. voice of Fenway has been gone for six years or whatever now, and, and um, you know, Nick was just—he uh, was great at what he did. And he was great as a person. Uh, 
Another story, certainly not a, a huge, huge story in New England, but the Pawtucket Red Sox are moving to Worcester. And is that are they going to start playing in Worcester this year, or is it next year? No, no, it's next year. It's and, next year. And, and, uh, but they name themselves. Uh, they, they name themselves. They're going to the, be the Woo Sox. And what do you and, think uh, of that name? And, and, and there are a lot of people who just think that this whole thing can, is directly connected to Kurt Schilling. You know. Um, Shilling cost the state of Rhode Island a bunch of money with the video game thing, right. and um, uh, they didn't have any money to, to, to keep the Paw Sox. So it's it's certainly the end of an era. And uh, I was out in Wichita a few weeks ago, went back to visit my, my college after four decades, and and uh, Rush Weckheimer, who was who used to run the Paw Sox, is now is now running the Wichita AAA franchise, which is brand new this year with a brand new stadium and. Uh, which is what the Woosox are going to have in, in, in Worcester. Um, you know, uh, I have a lot of memories, you know, having having been part of, a, having covered the 33rd inning of that game with, with Rochester and Cal Ripken in the game. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a sad time when it officially shuts down. And, and if they bring McCoy Stadium down, there's, there's rumors that they might keep it as a soccer stadium, but... If they bring McCoy Stadium down, a lot of people around here are going to be are going to shed a tear. Do people understand why Lucchino ended up doing it? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. You know, they needed a new facility. There's no, no doubt about that. Right. They went back. You know, it's like they tried to build a new Fenway here, if you remember. Yep. And um, it's going to be here. It's going to be here. That The one site was right behind where it is now which I believe has turned into a Target and, and a shopping, you know, the condominium office building and stuff. But, um, you know, it, it was it was one of those stories that you always felt they were going to figure out a way to stay in Pawtucket. And then all of a sudden, they weren't, you know. And, and uh, good for Worcester, too, because Worcester is a, a, a great kind town. of a, yeah, a, kind of a run-down kind of older city. Yep. And, I, and I, think this, I think this will inject some life up there, too. And I've also... I've also seen air supply at the Hanover Theater in uh, in, in Worcester, so it's a good it's a good spot. I'm telling you guys, get tickets for that show. You won't be sorry. All right. Hey, last um, last quick question for you, Mike. Um, the um, the the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Andrew Freeman out there. Uh, he's always been kind of on the shy side of uh, offering big long term contracts to free agents. This time he offered them the two people, Garrett Cole and Anthony Rendon. He lost out on both. Um, mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Well, you know, um, if ever there were two people to offer the money to, these two guys certainly would fit into that category. And, you know, it, it, uh, you know there's so many things in, in sports and, and real life where you just assume. You know, everybody assumed that Gary Cole wanted to play on the West Coast. He wanted to, right. He's from California. He wanted to be on the West Coast. Blah, blah, blah. He turned the Yankees down once before. The fact of the matter is he, it sounds like he didn't want to pitch at home. Right. And, and I've talked to excuse me, numerous athletes over the years who found too much pressure with tickets and all that other stuff pitching at home. So um, I, don't, I don't read much into it. Uh, I think that... Um, uh, Anaheim was a was a, a good a good spot for Rendon, um, but from everything you hear, the Dodgers were right there with the offers. Yep. But, uh, they they didn't have they didn't take a back seat to either one of those teams. 
So the evil, it, it, it the is e- interesting that they wound up saying no to Elliott to the yeah. Dodgers. The evil empire is back now with Garrett Cole there, the highest, yeah. part, highest contract. Uh, well, it's funny. In it's history. funny, isn't it, that everybody in baseball can sign anybody they want, and it's really cool and it's exciting. Anytime the Yankees sign a player, it's the evil empire. Yep. Isn't, that, isn't that funny how yes, that works? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But hey. it's true, Mike. <laughs> hey, thank you, Mike. As always, thank you for coming on. We'll grab you in a while. Uh, happy holidays and uh, happy New Year to you and your family. And good for Craig for knowing that Air Supply was the group I'd want to go Absolutely, right. absolutely. Right. By the way, I would I'd pay to see Patty LaBelle, too, but that's all. All right. All right. Well, you come okay. down for you come down for a show here. We'll try and get you in complimentary at the Live Casino uh, Hotel, the new venue, the hall. Just tell them, you know, Stan the Fan, and they'll say who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, they'll say, yeah, hey, there's, there's this little marker that we have to clear up. That's uh, right. It's, it's a red. And if you... It's a if red like circle. Having, if you like having no fingers to type, they have, just, it's the uh, universal uh, <laughs> signal. Frame. They have Stan's picture on the door out there. It's got a red circle with a slash <laughs> through it. <laughs> hey, thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, happy holidays, guys. All right.